Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From SavannahNow.com, this is the Commute Podcast. On this, the March the 1st edition, we turn our focus to March's biggest event here locally, the Savannah St. Patrick's Day Parade. The COVID-19 pandemic wiped out the Irish celebration in the last two years, and Savannah just didn't seem the same without it. The Parade Committee's General Chairman, John Fogarty, is our guest for today's commute and sets the stage for the parade's return. Welcome to the Commute Podcast, presented by National Office Systems. I'm Adam Van Brimmer, opinion editor at the Savannah Morning News and the host of this twice-weekly podcast focused on news and happenings in and around Savannah. Today, we finally talk about the coming St. Patrick's Day parade again without a sense of foreboding. The parade will take place March the 17th, much to the delight of tens of thousands of Savannians who have missed it the last two years because of COVID-19. The parade's general chairman, John Fogarty, is my guest. That interview is coming up right after this ad read for the commute's presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. As I speak, I'm in the office surrounded by National Office Systems work, and I must say I'm feeling both comfortable and productive. Owner Scott Center and his team are Savannah's experts in office design and outfitting. They work with top quality suppliers such as Dirt Modular Interiors and Herman Miller Office Furniture to create great workspaces. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. Again, that's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's the interview with Parade Committee General Chairman John Fogarty. It's Tuesday, the March the 1st, which means we are getting closer and closer to St. Patrick's Day. And as we do every year this time of year, we have on the General Chairman of the Savannah St. Patrick's Day Committee. And this year, as in last year, it was John Fogarty. But this year, unlike last year, we are, uh, good Lord willing, going to have a parade. So, John, we've had two years off because of COVID, COVID COVID-19 related issues. Uh, How much anticipation does the parade committee and you and yourself have for for getting this thing back on the road again after two years away? Uh, We're ecstatic. Uh, You know, we're just, it's, super exciting to be able to get back out there again it's um you know i've been on the executive committee um uh, for the parade 13 14 years i guess maybe and and when you put so much time and effort in and and the, and the executive committee is the kind of the group that works year round um about 20 20 of us and it, you know you work all the different events you and you get to that point where you're like, wait, I'm in charge. Of, I'm in charge now. And then all of a sudden there's not a parade and you have to think outside the box. It's, uh, I, I'm hoping, I think, I'm thinking it's going to be easier to actually put on a parade than, than what it was yesterday, uh, last year. And, th- and, you know, we are a parade committee. So, so the, it, the culmination of the whole season is, is that parade. And so when us getting back to it, it, it really is exciting. We, we know what that parade means, not just to us, but to the whole community. And so we, we know it's it's kind of our duty to to make sure it gets out there so so it's exciting to to play our part again now i know you've been a part of the parade pretty much your entire life what did you miss most the last two years about not having one 
Oh, you know, it's I, it's it's hard to say because I was so involved with the behind the scenes and and recreating things. Um, really, it's it, I always think of the parade as um, I always call it the uh, one of the largest uh, family reunions with people that are not your family. <laughs> you know, you're gonna sit next to the same people that you have since you were a baby, maybe in the same spot on the same square. I was telling someone the other day that. They're families that, that maybe only see each other that time of year, right? And and so somebody's child may be two years, you know, older and, and, and two years taller or whatever, you, you know, they're going to see this year. And, and how exciting is that going to be for them? And so I think that the family atmosphere, just coming together as community, um, you know, we are a community, the Irish and Savannah are a community inside of a bigger community. And, and so um, for the community aspect, of that is probably what I miss the most. You know, I even miss the annoying plastic horns and the, you know, when you walk out of the cathedral that morning and right. um, it, there's something about that day that makes it special. Um, and you hear everybody talking and laughing and, and cheering. And, and so I think that's probably the part I miss the most. Yeah. And so you, you've done the mass, you've done the mass last year for sure. And I can just imagine coming out of that church and knowing, okay, now what, right? <laughs> that's right. Surreal. It was, yeah. So it was, uh, you know, we had to think outside the box last year, obviously, and and um, so we instead of having a, a Celtic cross mass and ceremony, we were able to just move that, which is usually the Sunday before. We moved it to St. Patrick's Day and had a St. Patrick's Day mass, and then had a Celtic cross ceremony afterwards. Um, but yeah, it was silent. It was, you know, it it was surreal. You're right. It um it just wasn't the same and you knew something was missing you were proud that you were able to do something for your for for the community and, and to honor the day uh, which is what we were really tasked with as a as a, um, the, a pray committee and but it you know it's just not what we're used to and it, it's not the norm and i think people like the comfort of being in a, in, a, in the norm and and i think that comfort really adds to the whole community aspect and, and togetherness and, and, and being together with others. As this thing cranks back up last year or this year, are you expecting the normal crowds, big crowds? I, I know that you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, maybe the, that the number of uh, parade entrants in terms of floats and, and units was, was going to be down a little bit. What are you expecting mm-hmm. for the, for the parade? Yeah, the, um, the entries will be down uh, probably, 20%, 30%, somewhere around there. Uh, probably not as many bands. Uh, well, I know not as many bands, uh, unfortunately, then, because that's such a fun part of the parade. But um, during this, the Omicron um, surge, it was a lot of these high schools and stuff couldn't get uh, sure. permission to travel, right. um, even though it's uh, most of them are short di- distance. And um, so th- that's a segment uh, they're... they're, they're from a commercial aspect, I think a lot of the commercial units really are, are wanting to get back in. So we're, that hasn't changed at all. Um, uh, we have cut back some of them that we didn't think maybe if they were new and we didn't think they really added a whole lot to the parade. That's where we had to make some cuts. You know, and we invite you know we invite them to please come back next year. But this this year we want to keep it a little more low key. Um, you'll see uh, uh, the politicians and the elected officials will be kind of bunched up, and, and uh, we don't have. A lot of trolleys in our parade we don't allow people to bring trolleys we want them to be more um, unique and and more decorative but we are going to invite some trolleys in and 
and, and just kind of put the different groups of elected officials on the, they can get out and walk and everything, but just to tighten it up a little bit to make it a little small. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, Post Parade. I know that the, the mayor, the council, they have some changes coming. I know that you were part of the de facto stakeholder group that was part of that discussion. Does that impact uh, the parade committee at all? Do you have any, I guess, do you have any kind of statement on, on the changes and what it can mean for the day? No, you know, um, I think that the goal of, of putting that group together was a, was a good one. Uh, we certainly support it, uh, it, and it was presented to us, um, or to me, uh, uh, from the mayor's request of, of me sitting on that group as kind of an advisory um, person in, in, that, in that group. And, and his goal was to say, hey, and he told everybody that uh, the parade committee puts together events and they focus on what St. Patrick's Day is supposed to be about, culture, heritage, you know, faith, family. And he said it's a shame that the rest of the events that happen surrounding it that evening, maybe the weekend before or after, don't really reflect those same values. And so let's let's try to get closer, at least closer to that. And let's and now this is not going to be an overnight turn the switch. This is going to be what can we what little changes can we make beginning this year because because this is kind of a we could use it somewhat of a re, as a reset mm-hmm. and yeah. take a step back and think about it. And I think that was the goal. And and or will all the decisions come out to be the right ones? Probably not. But but I think the fact that they're that they have the right, just as long as they keep that goal forward and, and, and what they're shooting for, I think that, that the city will eventually get to a place where where they have something out there that's a little more reflective of what they want to see. And, and we support that, that ultimate goal, too. Uh, on Sunday, you elected a Grand Marshal, Danny Powers. Of course, many people will recognize that name because he was the tax commissioner here in Chatham County for a long time. Can you walk us through what you can, because I know it is a bit of a secretive process, a little bit about how that process works and, and what it means to have Mr. Powers as a Grand Marshal? Sure. Um, so the Powers family has a lot of history with the Prake May. Um, uh, Danny was uh, a general chairman and on the executive committee um, a long time ago. And so he's, he's walked the same walk that I've had to walk, um, not exactly the same experiences, but, um, <laughs> but he's so, <laughs> you know, nobody had that. I didn't really have anybody to call on those. But um, but he is, you know, he's he's sat in this chair before. He's um, he's done a lot for this committee, and and so uh, you, you know he's earned uh, some of the respect that it needed to get that um, nomination and then and selected. And so his. A fun fact is that his grandfather uh, wrote the song "It's a St. Patrick's Day in Savannah," which is sung at many at the end of many of our events, and uh, which you can find the lyrics on um, at the back of our or, or somewhere inside of our magazine that we put out every year. Program, right? Yeah. And uh, and so that's fun, and I think there's a video on YouTube about it also uh, that, that the paper linked in a yes. in an article that came out today. So. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting to to be able to get somebody there to to lead to stand uh, um, on behalf of our community, and that's what that the role of the grand marshal is to be our representative to that we can put out in front and uh, and somebody that we feel is, is deserving of that of that honor, right. and and so um, yeah, Daniel Danny should do a great job. We, we'll be happy to to cheer him on from that aspect and not have to see a bill from him every year from our taxes, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We still get a bill, just somebody else's name. Yeah, somebody else's name. Somebody gets the back credit. 
But the the event on Sunday, of course, all the parade committee members get together. They cast ballots. Do you still do the green smoke when you when you have the? <laughs> no, there wasn't any green smoke this year. That was a that was kind of a fun thing that somebody tried to do a few years ago, and it it lasted for a little bit. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit, but it just never happened. I think I think we we were so focused on 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 making the day go smooth, and we hadn't done it, you know, and it, we didn't do it last year, and so. Um, there's not not there's about seven eight hundred members of the parade committee, and not all um, are eligible to vote just because of different reasons. You have to there's some different qualifications you need. So there was a lot of people there to vote, and so it took a long time. Um, it was a, it was a long process, and we, and we have to follow the what we have in place to make it uh, to make it run smooth. Good, good, absolutely. Last question. It's 2022. I believe 2024 will be 200 years. Yes, it will be. A lot of looking ahead to that yet? Oh, yeah. We have a committee that we've put together uh, for the 200th year anniversary. Uh, we're we're going to be talking to a lot of different people and, and working through that. I'll probably hop off of the executive committee after this year and, and slide into that committee and, and help. Uh, it's a it's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, I mentioned it to the mayor and to the individuals that were on that same group and with Tourism Savannah and and um, and visit Savannah, things like that, and and everybody in that group who represented different parts of the city said, "Oh, we want to be a part. Somehow, let us be a part." Uh, you know, it, it's going to be one of those events that we lead up to that everybody wants to play a, a part. What and we it, we wanted to be special. We want to show ourselves to the to the world. Um, you know, we're kind of playing around with kind of a theme and and uh, logo and things like that right now. But you know, at the end of the day, I think what we our purpose will be that that year will be to kind of show ourselves of to teach everybody you know 200 years you know how did we get here so who has the parade committee been in in the last 200 years to to, that's led us to who we are today and what can we expect from the parade committee and the parade over the next 200 years you know so that's what we want to focus on celebrate our past our present and our future and uh and do it in some special ways during during that anniversary it's, it's really remarkable to think about 200 years of, of St. Patrick's Day in Savannah. Yeah, I was. Uh, so one of the neat things we're doing this year, or that I'm proud of, that I'm gonna, uh, that I've gotten permission to do, is we're actually gonna. Um, you'll see St. Patrick in the parade this year. So, yeah. uh, so there's a around about six foot statue of St. Patrick in the back of the uh, Cathedral Basilica mm-hmm. of St. John the Baptist, and it's it's a hundred year old statue. <laughs> And uh, or, or more. It was at a. It was in a. Um, it was at, there. Was used to be a church downtown that called St. Patrick's, and a long time ago, and I believe it was, I forget what hurricane, but forever ago, the hurricane had uh, had done a lot of damage to it, and it, and so it, it had to be demolished, I believe, and then, and so they it was gifted to the cathedral, and it's been it's been there at the cathedral for since then. It's a, it's a beautiful statue, but um, we've actually gotten permission from the cathedral this year to to put it on a float. And so um, so we are building right now a, um, a special float. I spoke to um, uh, Pat McCarthy is uh, is going to help with that. And so he is putting it together, and we will have St. Patrick lead his parade this year. Um, uh, and so it'll be neat. Uh, I mean, obviously the Grand Marshal will be the first, the real, the human leading the parade. But but it, but he will be uh, he'll get to look at St. Patrick you know right at the beginning and uh, which I think is special this year and I, it's something I've have wanted to do it used to ha- they used to have it this happened a long time ago and I've been trying to figure out a way to to do it again 
and to be safe with it because like i said it's a hundred year old statue but it'll i think it'll be very special i'm, I'm excited about that yes yeah, but a hundred years you think about just a hundred year old statue and that's that's something pretty neat but then you double that and say you know this parade's been around for 200 wow that's a long time that's right so what do we have coming up between now and then we have the invest investiture which is next Sunday. week uh, yeah, this this Sunday, uh, the the investiture will uh, public investor will have a lot of dignitaries and um, there to see the grand marshal and his aides be sashed, and then you'll see the rest of of every you know, my team will get to wear our sashes after that, right. and then uh, let's see, and then we'll have uh, before that I think this week we have our golf tournament. Um, we'll have a a little get together for all of our adjutants that the, the hundred or so gentlemen who who. Are our marshals the guy, the guys in white that day? Um, we give them a little thank you for what they do that day. Um, so we'll come together and, and with them. Uh, I think Friday, and then um, then we'll have many many events during the during the next couple of weeks. We'll you know interviews at at the at with different groups or with different media sources. We'll have uh, luncheons with people like the Exchange Club and Lions Club and things like that. And and then we'll have um, all the other societies have their get-togethers where they'll invite the, um, the Grand Marshal. And so I'll go and uh, introduce him to all, at all these events where he can say a few words. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. We'll get to Atlanta um, next week, I believe, uh, to the Capitol. The legislature. Uh, and, which will be neat for Danny since he's involved in, uh, has been involved in, in politics for a long time. And um, we'll have some, what's that? Greening of the fountain, the time. Greening of the fountain on the eleventh. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get to the we'll be at City Hall on the tenth. We'll be at the Chatham County uh, um, on the eleventh also, and then we'll have uh, we'll do the Celtic Cross that Sunday. We'll we'll participate in the Tybee Parade, and then um, after that we'll do Jasper Green, and then it's game time. Let's get back on the streets. That's it. <laughs> That's it, and then you can take a rest about six o'clock on the seventeenth, right? So, I will. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for all you do, John. Thanks for what the parade committee does. We we'll look forward to. Uh, I, a lot of people, I think I can speak for a lot of people, say I can't wait to to see it back. It's it's part of who we are, and I can't wait to see it again. So thanks again. No problem. We look forward to it. See you then. Other news of note in Savannah today. A student pilot made an emergency landing this weekend on the Savannah River. No, it wasn't a Savannah version of the Miracle on the Hudson. When Captain Sully landed an airliner on the river after a bird strike shortly after takeoff crippled the airplane. But the young pilot here is okay, and we can assume he's fully insured. Elsewhere, Oglethorpe Mall's evolution to adding a residential component where the sprawling Sears store once stood is moving forward. Savannah City Council approved a rezoning request that clears the way for the construction of 240 apartments in four buildings on the site. The Sears space has been vacant since 2018. And in sports, seven Savannah area teams have advanced to the Elite Eight of the Georgia High School Basketball Tournament. And in sports, seven Savannah area teams have advanced to the Elite Eight round of the Georgia High School State Basketball Tournament. All four boys teams from Region 3 AAA, which is Groves, Johnson, Beach, and Windsor Forest, played their way through the tourney's first two rounds to reach the quarterfinals played later this week. Other teams advancing were Woodville Tompkins in Class AA and Calvary Day in Class A Private. On the girls' side, the only local team still alive is Bragwell Institute out of Hinesville. Read those stories and more at savannahnow.com, the online home of the Savannah Morning News. 
a digital subscription is just $1 a month for six months. Go to savannahnow.com slash subscribe now and sign up. One more time, that's savannahnow.com slash subscribe now. And you can sign up. That's all for the Tuesday Commute Podcast. Thanks again to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. For more interviews with local newsmakers, check out the Commute archives by searching The Commute with That Savannah Opinion. The Commute returns on Thursday. Thank you for listening. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.